divesting part of your business. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What is happening? This is Eric J. Olson. In business, there's a concept referred to as a divestiture or divesting. Divesting is that's the opposite of investing or an investment. A divestiture is where you actually, you have an investment already, and now you're going to reverse it. You're going to take money out. You're going to sell it. You're going to sell part of your business. So with really large companies, a lot of times they're conglomerates and they have many individual companies to service different verticals of an industry or different industries altogether. And for whatever strategic reason, they're going to carve out part of their business and identify like one of those businesses and they're going to sell it to someone else. They want to exit that business, right? That is a divestiture. Well, recently I was approached by someone who does something very similar to us and he was interested in purchasing part of our portfolio. And it got me thinking about like, how would I do this? What would the mechanics of this divestiture be? Now, the reason that he approached us because we have a strategy in place that I'm very vocal about. I share on this podcast, I share with everyone that I speak with. At, at Array Digital, we have niched into law firm marketing. We work with law firms. Now, historically, we were a local digital marketing agency, and we continue to service our clients because we're very loyal to them and they get the best service possible. But it's not necessarily our future, right? Our future is basically like, law firms. And that's like all of our business development is focused on them. We have another podcast named the Managing Partners Podcast. If you're a lawyer and you haven't heard of that one yet, go check it out. The Managing Partners Podcast. You can go to the website, managingpartnerspodcast.com. So we're, we're all in when it comes to legal. But yeah, we still continue to work with our clients that are non-legal and they're still part of our family portfolio and they benefit from everything that we're learning. They, they get all the new tips and tricks and tools and everything, all our new per people, processes, they get it all. And we're going to continue to serve them unless we divest. So what we're doing is, uh, what I did is I, I looked actually at, at that list and I'm like, okay, well, which one of these kind of fit into the strategy, which ones do not? So even though like I'm 100% committed to supporting our existing clients, regardless of their industry and their situation, some of them just naturally fit better than others. So I'm looking into that and I'm, I'm actually looking at the numbers and I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to evaluate this. Like, how do you evaluate? So let's say, I'm just going to give you round numbers here. Let's say that all, like whoever I identify as a client adds up to say $10,000 a month in recurring revenue, right? How do I evaluate that? How do I put a price tag on that? If I were to sell it, is it $10,000? Well, that doesn't make sense. Because if it were me, like every single time someone was selling $10,000 of monthly recurring revenue, I'd buy it for the same amount. I'd buy it for $10,000. Are you kidding me? That's a one month investment. The payback period is one month. Oh, I'd, I'd buy as many of those as I could. I would borrow five quadrillion dollars and do that over and over and over and over and over again. Because that's, that's a no brainer. A one month investment, a one month payback time, and then you're going to continue to get the recurring revenue. Recurring revenue is the most sought after kind of revenue. In order to get it yourself, there's a cost of sales, right? You have to hire a salesperson, pay them a salary, pay them benefits, pay them a commission. You have to have a marketing engine that gets leads coming in and then the salesperson closes it. There's a lot of work that goes into that. So you can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to sell this to you 
for one month revenue. That's ridiculous because the person that's buying it, it would cost them way more to acquire that and a lot longer to acquire it. If they can get it in one lump sum, there's a value there. So how do you evaluate that? Well, first of all, you have to take that $10,000 per month and you need to annualize it. Everything that you do in business should be annualized, right? So $10,000 a month becomes $120,000 a year of revenue. So that's the basis. Now, there's a couple of different ways you could do this. You can look at your cost to support the $120,000 or just look at the revenue and you can base it on different things. But if you look at the cost, you're really kind of talking about an EBITDA situation. EBITDA is earnings before interest, tax, and amortization, I think. <laughs> But basically, it's your earnings. It's your earnings before tax and depreciation, right? So EBITDA. Uh, EBITDA is basically your profit. It's really just a fancy word for, colloquially speaking, your profit. So if you look at, like, let's say out of the 120000 it takes you $40,000 in order to support that a year, meaning that your profit's 80. 120 minus 40 equals 80. Now you can do a multiple of that. So the multiple of the $80,000 is now you need to figure out, well, what's the multiple? What do businesses sell for multiples of their EBITDA? In my business, it's typically three to five X. So if it's three X, that's 240,000. If it's five X, that's $400,000. So now you're in a ballpark, right? If you look at just a multiple of the revenue, then it's something different, right? Now, this is where I don't actually know what the revenue multiples are because I've always only done EBITDA. As a matter of fact, I'm glad I'm recording this because going into this, I was only thinking revenue multiples and I was making it up. I was thinking two to three X of revenue. But now that I've actually talked through, this is what's great about this podcast. If you don't have a podcast, you should probably get one because what's great about this is I'm literally talking to you now. I'm talking through this problem that I have that I'm struggling with. And the reason I decided to talk about this is because I have a spreadsheet right here in front of me that lists out these numbers, right? Now I'm, I'm making up the actual value of the number as I go, but I, this is like what I'm thinking of doing. And I'm, I'm now I'm talking through the problem. This is like my own little freaking mastermind here talking to you, right? You're literally getting the benefit of hearing what I'm thinking through to try to solve this problem. How do I evaluate this proposition that someone brought to me? Hey, Eric, I want to buy a book, a part of your book of business. Hmm. I don't know. What does that mean? How do I value it? I don't even know. Like I haven't even agreed. I haven't agreed. I don't know. I thought I was going to do it based on revenue. Why would I do that? I've never done that before. All I know is that when you sell a business, it's based on EBITDA, your profit basically, right? So if I were to do this, if I were to evaluate it based on revenue, I don't know what those numbers are, but EBITDA, that's well-documented because that's how you buy and sell businesses. This is a book of business that we're talking about here. So I'm just going to scratch what I was actually planning on talking about, which was the multiple of revenue. It's based on EBITDA, all right? And it really is three to five times. So again, hypothetical numbers, if it were 10,000 a month, that really turns into like 250,000 to $400,000 lump sum, right? And that's what you need to think about. Like, what is your work? What is your business valued at? Your goal should be to increase the value of your business almost like you're going to sell it. Now, you don't have to even want to sell it. I do not want to sell this book of business. I do not want to sell Array Digital. But if I operate Array Digital and this book of business as if I were going to sell it and I could sell it at any moment, what does that mean? That means I'm running a great 
business, right? Because you can't sell a business unless it is tight. Like you've done everything you're supposed to do the right way because when a new buyer comes in, they're going to look and they're going to be like, all right, Eric, show me all this shit you did. That was stupid. And if you could be like, no, 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 like, no, dude, we're clean. Like these are clean numbers. We're running a tight ship. Then they'll buy it. But if they come in and they find like all these little skeletons and all this bullshit that you do and you charge your trip to France to business, all that stupid shit, they're going to be like, no, 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 no. They're going to not pay you for it. It's going to be a chargeback to the EBITDA calculation and they're going to lose confidence that you're running a tight ship. Run a tight ship now so that if an opportunity like I'm talking to you, which has come to me, hey, Eric, I'm thinking about, hey, Eric, would you ever consider selling part of your book of business? Eh, maybe, uh, maybe not, right? But at least I've thought through it. And now I've talked through it with you. And now I have an idea if I want to, how I could evaluate it. So, hey man, I'm glad that I recorded this episode. I don't know if anyone's even listening. If you are, let me know that you are my sounding board. Let me know that you're part of my invisible mastermind. Who are you? Reach out. Because I'm talking to a computer screen right now. I need to know who you are, man. Connect with me, right? Tell me your problems. I want to hear where your problems are too. I don't want to just talk to you about mine and work through them as I record this podcast. Reach out to me. Hit me up on Instagram. My handle there is eric.j.olson, E-R-I-K dot J dot O-L-S-O-N. Identify yourself. Let me know who you are. This podcasting thing is great for me. I get my name out there, right? I get some attention. I get to work through my problems as you just heard. I don't know who you are, man. I'm staring at a little dot on the top of my laptop screen. I want to stare at you. So identify yourself. Let me know who you are. Podcasting is a lonely thing. It's helping me. You heard me work through the problem, right? Let me know who you are. Eric.j.olson. Are you a business owner looking to reach more customers and grow? Array Digital is a world-class digital marketing agency that partners with companies just like yours. We've worked with top brands throughout the country and love helping businesses generate more revenue, employ more people, and serve more customers. Reach out to find out more about our award-winning website design, SEO, advertising, and social media. You can find us online at thisisarray.com or call us at 757 333 3021.